Hello everyone and welcome to episode 14 of Howie the Togcast. We're back after a short break for, I think it's like the fourth break we've had. It's me, Michael Briggs from Michael Briggs Photos and I'm joined virtually by my good friend from RJX Media, Ross Johnson. How are you sir? Good evening, mate. What a lovely night it is to do this oh, splendid podcast. It is splendid. This. It's storm. Another storm. Storm. <laughs> <laughs> so last time we spoke, it was um, Storm Bebet, Babet, Bebet, and this time we've got Storm Kiron, as everyone keeps calling it. I call it Kieran. Fuck did they get these names? I didn't know. Um, so in the midst of how long this pod's been for a little break, we're, we're classing two storms now. So we're well into the storm season. Uh, Ross, first off, how are you and what the hell have you been up to? Yeah, I mean, I'm all, all good. It's just trying to like, crack on as usual. It's been a couple of past since we've done the last podcast. It's been a bit busy. Um, we'll cover the first topic going into it. was went undercover again this time. <laughs> you did, yeah. Um, a much better outcome. Um, but yeah, like, um, the opportunity came about towards the beginning of the previous ones where like we've said before you have to submit your games which ones you've got to you fancy doing and the like um i put myself forward previously for the the mags and the psg game which in turn it was passed on to someone else within the agency which in a way worked out brilliantly because i couldn't have stomached that result so i think <laughs> just sick all the way through but that, with that in mind um the flip side of it, I got given the opportunity to do the Mags Dortmund game uh, recently, which obviously turned out a great result for the away side. Aye. Um, but nevertheless, it was um, despite what felt like working through storm conditions, it was um, a really good night. Um, everything went really well. Um, it just, like I said, when you're working in, in the rain, like if you're doing like, say, like street stuff and all that, when you can go at your own pace and, you know, if it's just the weather's too much, you can just sack it off where that was just happened to, again, working through really testing conditions and just, just soaked all the way through. I bet. I suppose when the away team score and celebrate right in front of you and you're having to seriously, like... <laughs> Raining your uh, emotions and just like kind of, you know, blending. Um, yeah, it was that, that was just a, a really not just a great night for like the, the result and everything. Just like a really great night, like for to be part of that. Like, you know, I'd rather be in a different venue. Like, but in terms <laughs> of like where progression and everything, it's it was just like a great point to say like, fucking hell, I've actually done this. You know, it was just it was insane. I was going to say, like, so run us through it then, because I, I, for me, I, I feel that um, a Champions League night, um, in terms of doing media work there, is a hell of a lot different than, or it may not be, um, compared to, see your, your typical typical league match. So if you just, you know, for people listening who may never get the chance, of, well, I say may never, I keep look. I keep thinking back to like where you started and where you are now. So anyone could live. It's that general cliche of, you know, if you really want something, you just to go and chase it and work hard and go get it. Literally, that's all you have to do. Like, <laughs> and you've right, done it. Man. No, like honestly, I, I like I've said to before to many people like who've said like, oh, how have you got this opportunity? Have you done that? I, I don't like stand there going like it's literally no secret. It's not as if the case of like 
in my case, it's not like, you know, you, in anything, you're like, oh, it's who you know will get you the foot in the door, you know, someone who's helped you along. I went, for me, literally, like, going to the day where I was, like, January 2022, I went just my first, um, like, you know, my first game up at Everton, just to cover an under-21 game. No experience, nothing, just, you know, try, see where it goes. And then flash forward to now, and like it must be the same. Oh, you must have had like you know someone's helped you along the way. I'm not saying like you know, like I haven't had help in a way, but really all I did was go to that first game, give it a go, and then kind of just progress doing like like other things, constantly working at it, and then it just kind of snowballed from there really. And with you saying like the difference of the Champions League, that was my first ever game you know, in general being at a Champions League game. So I just went into it like going, well, whatever I see is, I'm assuming, what happens all the time. Yeah. Um, in terms of com- like a comparison to when I'd done the Brentford and the Mags game through there a few weeks ago, um, it's, I wouldn't say it's like night and day, but you can just sense like, you know, that, you know, the generic cliche of the Champions League nights. It's just everything in terms of like production and the look and the visual of it, it, it just goes up a different notch. Where, like I said, our Brentford game, when the players were arriving, they were just kind of arriving, you know, like strolling in, no problem. And there was just like the ground staff just kind of just getting things prepared. Where against Dortmund, like all the way along the side of the track, you had just like international coverage, who's who. You had um, like the BT Sport, TNT, wherever it's named now. They were all there getting prepped. I, th- I saw that Laura Woods getting her makeup done, and she was standing next to Les Ferdinand, uh, like going through all like the pre-match like build-up and the like with as among like all the national broadcasters. So it was just kind of like really over the top in terms of lighting and rigging equipment. But it was just like to stand back and watch. It was like fucking hell. Like yeah. this is like like. Yeah, you see it on the TV, but usually you always see what's in front of the camera. You don't tend to see what goes on behind like, behind it, and just the amount of people that were there, like like with cables and like back and forth and running around. So there's just so much that does go on. But I suppose when you pay the big bucks for the broadcasting, it's like it's this is what you probably would expect. But yeah, just having to see that and eventually. Um, made me way back in like into the media room and it was just like you, you couldn't swing a cat mate it was just camera gear boxes stools bloody clothing you name it it was just like so like jam-packed where right. at the point where i don't think many people could get in eventually because i like make, I do like a makeshift like squeeze past everyone and kind of think fucking like it's not like a you know a usual match day it's just so busy um and little things like getting a bib where has the Champions League logo on and stuff, and you think, fucking hell, like this is like, you know, I wouldn't say I've made it far from it, but in terms of like, where your progression, where you've gone from like zero to like kind of this on a trajectory, it was like, fucking hell, this is like, well, now I'm here, you kind of want to steer that like high end sports thing, you kind of, you know, see where I can go from there, really. So that's for me just comes like it comes across like it's just yeah um in terms of like a typical league match where you've you've kind of got a little bit of breathing space like to, for there everything as you've said gets dialed up to about 11 and yeah. 
everything is meticulously planned. You said like, you know, the groundsman were doing last minute bits. You've got the presenters doing their bits and bobs. You've got the camera gear, like the who's who of sports photography is probably there. Um, tons of agency workers from not just Germany, but, you know, from the UK for the press and then probably worldwide as well. Worldwide as well. Um, yeah, was it any? Was it, did did any? Was it any small part of you thinking like? Did you get like a bit of imposter syndrome at any time? Because I know that when you would sit there and you would hear the music, and you would. I'm not saying this because I'm a uh, a Mac man, but I felt that the atmosphere compared to the PSG game was far different. Did was it any different from your point of view? And did you get that imposter syndrome at all? So on one of your points says so I didn't watch the PSG game against them at all, um, so I didn't get a chance to see what how it came across. So from what you saying, are you saying was it? Obviously, because the result was different. So were you thinking was the PSG just like really, like really hyped up, and the Dortmund game was the opposite, or was it just more flat? Or I don't know, like because when I I had the I went to the gym for the first half. I I had any interest in the game. Um, it, it was the Mags day. They let let them have it. You know what I mean, like. But as a sports fan, I was still quite intrigued because it's it's PSG, so it's they're still class as the world world class side. Um, and it just sounded like when I got back, like the, the even in the second half, the like the it was like a hot cauldron. Um, like yeah, I would, I'd, I'd like to like compare it to like when we have derby matches. You know that really yeah. spit white hot venom. There were everyone's literally on the the threshold, the cusp. Of exploding either joy or anger, I think it was that, that's what it felt like for me. And then when I was talking to some of my mates who were at the game, they said like, and when you read stuff on social media, um, they, they said like the atmosphere was was flat, or a little bit flatter compared to PSG. Where I do think in certain games, if you've got the right atmosphere, it does pull the ball in the back of the net, so this like so to speak. Um, but I don't know from your I don't know from your point of view like did it feel like there was a, an abundance of atmosphere because it was a European night or was it just a case of like you were just taking in everything and then at any time were you like oh shit what am I doing here? Yeah, I mean, yes, being clear on that now. Yeah, obviously I can't. I would I never couldn't compare it, but I could kind of get an idea how it would have been like obviously the that PSG result for them still a bit they'll be on cloud nine no doubt and I can imagine the place would have been like rocking probably. Um, but yeah, I mean, from from my perspective, like just going, except they had like obviously the dis- they had a display on either, either side of the ground, so naturally, like the hype when like any fan goes in any stadium, if you've got all that kind of stuff going on, you you, you know obviously you're going to be really high energy for it. Um, but yeah, like just as the, as the game was like kind of building up and more people were going in. It, they went into it like kind of you know once all the flags are up and like the like the tannoy's reading all the players out and stuff it's you can sense the atmosphere is building um and you know to be fair then they were like full voice from the off so i was kind of obviously sitting there like looking around going like is it going to be a repeat of that game um because obviously they're going into the in the format i believe of that palace game so obviously they're going well into it so I have no doubt that we probably would have come out straight from the out the traps like full voice, but weirdly enough, I don't because I don't feel like maybe from the kickoff, I think Dortmund had a chance to like to go one it up after like thirty seconds, and I don't know if that kind of like clipped the wings a bit to bring it like I don't know if it like nearly like silenced them, and then they won on the break, so that kind of put them back up a gear, and I, I don't know where it was, but it 
every time they were getting a corner or whatever, they were, the the crowd were going for it. But then in certain was the game, it was just going really quiet. Um, and lo and behold, when obviously when Dalton scored, I don't know if that took the sting out of it a bit. Because um, they say it could have been a really high scoring game, but yeah, I think that Dortmund goal like just kind of like took the energy out of the game a bit. I mean, for me, from my point of view, I was just sitting there like beaming like a Cheshire cat. So I, I was just <laughs> trying to like, you know, I, had the, I think I had the camera, like the body planted square against my face because I couldn't just show any emotion whatsoever. <laughs> Stitched onto one, your face. Yeah, well, I, obviously I had, I had the mass panic of um, Dortmund player running straight towards us. Uh, so I had like no reaction time to kind of, you know, had to be on the other side of the goal and he ran in the other way. I had to be like more of like just sitting there like you know laughing at myself or whatever but obviously i'm kind of like shit he's actually running this way so i'm like getting that as well like, all i can hear behind me is there a lot like calling every name under the sun and just like showing the disapproval of him celebrating and but yeah it was just like after after that obviously they had either team had like great chances to go on it could have been a really high scoring game but that said it just um in terms of like the occasion, it was just kind of like it's, you know, it's like watching a, like a, a full game, but you you watch like um, you know, you just like everything around your sensory, like like different like the billboards and like what you would normally see like on TV, you're watching it like live, and having to like then remember what you're there for, so you can't like you know as much as I'm enjoying the result, I'm having to still be like there working in like really horrible conditions weather wise. And getting the job done, you know, so lots of different like emotions either way. Like you're there to do a job, you're having fun, but then you get soaking, you're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> but it must have, but that's still a bucket list thing you've done, though. Like, you, regardless of where the venue was, you still covered a, a Champions League game. Like, I remember you when we talked about it quite briefly a couple episodes ago, where you would have said, I'm just gonna put, I'm, I'm just gonna put my name in. And see what happens. Yeah. And you got the you got the nod, which you know, even if that's just one game that you get to do, like for the rest of your sports photography career, you've still got that in your memory bank, and also the photos that you've you've taken to say like that was me, I was there, I experienced a Champions League night, which not many of us will ever get to do. Um. So kudos for 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 pushing on and getting the the nod. Yeah, I mean, as I say, like um, in terms of, like you say, the overall experience was like great i mean like just little things like you know it should be probably come a standard as most stadiums i suppose depend obviously the higher the league you go um but it was just so nice to have like an actual internet connection there like plugged up to the laptop wired up and like when you're getting these photos like quickly like captioned edited you drag them into the server and they're there in seconds so you're like when you're sitting there, you're actually thinking, fucking, this is actually how it should be, you know, rather than, like, having to rely on, like, dead-end Wi-Fi or God knows what, or you have to sit there and wait ages for them to be sent across. It was actually, like, really nice to see you sending them across and they're going across in seconds. Yeah. And then you just, like, save it, like, like dragging them into, like, your send folder so everything's done. So uh, despite, like, how bad the weather, like, the rain that was, like, the flip side of it where you're getting like the workflow and the production of that it just felt like you were right in the zone yeah um and i, I suppose i'm saying i'm still really early now, but that one of the little perks of that night was just how like the workflow despite like the, the 
in testing conditions. It was just a really good um, night all around for that side. And um, aside from the game, really, um, I thought that maybe the player celebrations might have um, gone off really well, but it was actually <laughs> photos of uh, Giovanni Reina who uh, <clears throat> really stood out. Um, <laughs> you had to, didn't you? You had to. You had to. You had to get at least one Sunderland connection in there. You had to. Well, that's the thing. I mean, after the carry on I had last time, I thought I'm gonna to have to try and like level it out in a way. Um, so I thought, and to tell the story of the game, I thought I've got to, like, you know, whether just get a photograph of him warming up. And I was kind of keeping a track on um, how he'd been when the game was building up, whether he's been like starting, and most of the time he was just coming off the bench, like in a. Know, 20 minutes here, 15 minutes there, type of thing. So I thought, oh, I wonder if he'll get on tonight just so I can get a couple of like him just to tell that story. And, and obviously, getting the photos put up, the freaking boom, didn't it? So <laughs> I think, I think it was a lot of obviously how I've captioned it. And um, our side of the like this, our side of the city's obviously gravitated right to that because uh, obviously the result went away as well. So, um, yeah, it's it's canny. I know I'm supposed to kind of keep neutral in a way but I think after the bullshit I deal with last time it was quite like nice all round to kind of even it out and then for going forward and just see where it goes from there really well it being canny to do the next like I think the next two home games they've got this up and coming but I'm, I'm busy on both days and I, I said I couldn't do them which is a shame because they've got Arsenal and Chelsea this month, ah. which would be in canny, but on both days I've got other things going on, so it's one of those where oh, what could have been, but you don't know how the could the end result could be, so you you took on both sides, didn't you? Well, you never know. The season after it could, um, it it could come back around next season. So it's just unfortunate. At times, just kind of clashed with with getting involved with those games, but I'm pretty sure next season there'll be more for you there. So. And you know, it's bound, it's bound to happen. There's bound to be other games there as well for you to to cover. Um, if it's not Sunderland, so one good thing as well, aside <clears throat> that as well, yeah, I mean, like um, as I mentioned before, I'm guessing most like the external media outlets having a park at the RVI. I don't know if it's just like the changes or whether it's just been obviously opened or whatever. But there's like a name, there's a new multi-story that's just been opened or whether it's been there for a while and moved like premises or something. Uh, just not far behind the shark. Um, oh yeah. Or something. Yeah. Just behind there, um, it's like a really nice building with all. I can't remember the name. I keep forgetting every time I go past. I'm like, oh, that's what's called. But there's a there's a building that's like really like architectural. How it looks, everything looks class. Uh, it's just behind there that that shark club behind that one, and um, so it's a, it's an even shorter walk, but. We could see now you have to park on the fourth floor and there's no lift there. So naturally walking down's fine, but after you've been in the piss rain for hours and you're having to like walk back and then try and carry all your gear up four flights of stairs, and it's just like oh, fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be I can't honestly I just thought like why am I doing this? Like just it's just, it's been absolute torture. Um so I've got potentially that to contend with, and I, the grand scheme of things, it's nothing. But when you just you want to get home, there's traffic everywhere. It's soaking, and you've got to you've got to lug a suitcase, your backpack, your stools, and all sorts of shit. It's just like, oh. <laughs> ah, it's um, 
you just got to love this time of the year, don't you? You've got to love when it's wet weather and you've got to hump all that stuff around and park up and try not to panic and try and get there in plenty of time, haven't you? So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was the Champions League section. So I hope, hopefully that, for those who are listening, can get a lovely bit of insight of, of what Ross described there, you know. Um, it's just unfortunate that it was in a, a, the wrong stadium, basically. Uh, but it's just <laughs> nice to see Ross do so well and, and get these kind of little rewards and just experience these kind of nights. So um, hopefully there's more for you. I, de- I definitely think there's got to be more in there for you, surely. Yeah, because I mean, me, as I mentioned, and I think they're covering that breath. Forgive me, brother-in-law and my nephew, they're staunch marks. Obviously, I uh, met up with them uh, just beforehand, having a crack and stuff like that. And they kind of, we were kind of saying, like, saying, like, look, like, you know, we, like, if it comes Derby Day, like, we just, we don't speak. Because <laughs> of obvious reasons, and we fell out a few times over how daft it is and the like. But there, but we're kind of like when you just play, you know, you pull all that aside, like in terms of like you know, from the opportunity and everything you get, you've got to kind of just see a grab it with both hands. It's just like a, I would like recommend like anyone, doesn't matter like what trying whichever team you are, like to, if you get the opportunity to cover that type of like game, just to see like the visual of it. Um, you know, like you're hearing, like obviously the you're hearing the tannoy and the music getting played, and just seeing everything, like like the visual side, it is it is great. Like, cause you know, if if you're covering, like you see all the other teams, like you're in the Champions League, and you see the teams are coming across, like you know, across the continent, and players yeah. you probably would never get a chance to see unless you you know head over that way. It was just like a great thing to see um, all around, really. So. I'd like again, I, 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 it's a no-brainer, but I'd say if anyone gets the opportunity to do that type of thing, you just go for it and just embrace and enjoy it. Really, I think it's it's a case of just like literally forgetting what you're doing when you get when you hear that Champions League anthem. I think yeah. I think any any anyone who's a football fan, um, regardless of who they support, if if you hear that Champions League, it's synonymous that um, that Champions League uh, song anthem, whatever you want to call it, theme. Um, it's just yes. Is this just synonymous? I definitely, I definitely like. I'd forget to what I'm doing for like those that thirty seconds, like, for or however long it's on for. But um, Storm Babbitt, the last time we spoke, <laughs> the last time we spoke, I was willing, stupidly, now that I've uh, experienced it, to brave um, Storm Babbitt and try and get my first real crack at um, snapping the. The lighthouses, when the waves are absolutely obliterating them, and literally obliterated one, um, the South Shields lighthouse, I think it is. Ripped the tap right off, didn't it? I just totally ripped it right off, um, and then damaged uh, the Tymouth uh, lighthouse and damaged the Seaburn lighthouse. So it wasn't, it wasn't to be taken lightly. And I think the people who got there before it got worse have done well, because when I went, it was pissing down with rain. So already I was so I was soaked by the time I got to where I needed to be, which was quite safe. I need to make that quite clear. Um, I was going to say so from your perspective, like so, did you when you arrived at um, wherever you were going to like? So did you like park and have to walk quite a bit, or did you park nearby where you wanted to be? And was it already like conditions already like belting then, or was it like? Or cash, then it picked up to getting worse. Like how did it go? So over the course of the day, I my mean, plan was like just to watch the weather every couple of hours. Um, so I would just like casually check the weather, 
and it looked, it was very on and off with the rain. I thought if the rain can just hold off for an hour, that's all I need. I just need one hour to get there, get as closely and safely um, as I can and get the pictures. And then when work finished, it was like on, off, on, off, on, off. Because I finished at three on a Friday and I thought if I can get there like pretty quick and I'm kind of hoping it'll be dead. Um, I know exactly where to park. So I don't have to walk really far. I literally just park up, walk down a couple of steps, and I'm I'm at the I'm on the pier. So when I got there, it was like <laughs> it was like it was a summer's day. There was loads of people there, and that wasn't just like it was, it wasn't just um, photographers. It was like people with binoculars and bird watchers. I'm thinking, what birds are going to be out here? Like I'm I'm thinking like what I spoke to a gentleman. I I don't know what what he's. I don't know what he was doing. He just had a pair of binoculars. Um, and he asked, he's like, are you going to go and get pictures of the lighthouse? I'm like, I'm going to certainly try. Are you going to go towards the gate? And I'm like, absolutely not. Um, and I was just standing there, like, trying to get pictures of, like, of the lighthouse. And it was just too hard. Like, my lens just wasn't focusing. The The waves had, had been hitting um, the, the piers so hard that it was just causing just constant sea threat. It was just so, like, misty, and I couldn't, and it, the rain was just relentless, so I was there for about an hour, I think, and I just gave up, or maybe not even an hour, I think, about half an hour, 45 minutes, and I just, I just gave up, because I was like, I'm, I'm quite scared here, like, um, I don't want to be anywhere really closer. slow when you're stuck in the rain, like, <laughs> I, 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 I was just, it, like, I was just fearful of me, of me kiss, because at the same time as my lens is getting peppered with water, which would carry salt. Um, so I was just thinking, like, if, if this or the sun gets caught in my lenses, I am fucked here. Because that was my expensive lens that I took. Mm. Um, and I, I got a couple of... I sent you some snaps where they were just shite. <laughs> when I got them back. <laughs> I took, like, I think I took about 200 pictures. Uh, and I sent three of them to you. And I went, well, this worked out fantastically, basically. And they were all shite. Like, they were out of focus. Even when I tried to edit them as best I could and try to use like AI to fix it, it just wasn't happening. Uh, and then you like, at least you tried. I said, I give at least you tried. Well, I think that's the same. I mean, you know, I think most of like photographers' point of view, like, you, well, your intentions are to go out there and everything goes the way you want it to be. Like, every, you come back every time with amazing photos. You can't wait to get edited and get them shared and all that kind of stuff. It's it's the whole when you go there and it just doesn't work out. It, like I said, yeah, well, like like it wasn't coming across like in a like a condescending way far from it. Obviously, the joy is like, well, like to be fair, at least you you know you you really push yourself. Like, cause I mean, sometimes I've like say the weather, like say for example tonight, how bad it is. It's been like just relentless pissing down all day. Like I had intentions going out tonight with the drone until I saw the weather forecast. I thought, oh, bollocks, it never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so that's you can't do that regardless. But like, to your credit, you've still looked at that and thought, doesn't matter how bad the went, like rain is, the wind, everything. I'm, I'm gonna go out and try and get these shots. And I see you still, despite all that, push yourself to do that. Where I think most people have just looked at it and thought, ah, fuck this, it's gonna be asked. Aye. So fair play for like just going out and you know, testing yourself to them limits and then see how well it comes off. And if you got the shots, brilliant. If you didn't, like, you know, given how weather is recent, there's only another storm around the corner, so I was try again. <laughs> but I, I did manage to get three. 
So like when I I was I was close to just like losing the home thing, well I've just wasted an hour, even though it is outside and it was pretty stupid. I thought like I've I've lost I've lost forty five minutes or whatever, and I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna have any pictures to show for it apart from the three or four shite ones I've taken. But then I was going through them again, and I saw a couple that were in focus in the lighthouse, and as they were getting peppered by the waves, so I managed to get three out there. And they're on my socials, and one's gonna be calendar. Um, just because uh, that's the replacement for Sycamore Gap, I think, because I just I just couldn't deal with like having potentially a Sycamore Gap tree and thinking people would be like, oh, you're selling the Sycamore Gap tree after you rent a couple of weeks ago. When you say that, because like, when you said you, I saw you put like um, previews, I was like quickly scrolling, I was like, where's the Sycamore Gap? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not there. He's obviously nah, bottled it. Bottled it. Like, I was going to put it in, and, and, and like for every calendar that I sell, I'll put like a certain percentage towards a trust. But I just, it wasn't just the logistics, it was like, I just can't be asked that anyone, if anyone, would be asked and be like, well, hang on, you've been banging on the door of saying that you can't send people who are selling pictures and, you know, and not returning the, the money or making a donation and whatnot, but you're selling it and making money. But I wouldn't have took money, all the money from it, it was, a percentage of it would have went towards something in and around the, the Sycamore Gap tree. But I just thought, I just can't be asked with it. So I just had a look. And just 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 changed it, um, and it it looks nice. I'm quite happy with it, and they're on order. So hopefully I'll be able to make a bit of coin back because I've spent a bit of, bit of a, a bit of a what of it, a what of it, a what of it. Um, I think that's probably like you say when like I've been asked before. Like, do I, you're not going to get any calendars? And I was thinking, oh yeah, I'll get around to it. And as time comes around, like I just think, fuck, you've got to you, you know take yeah. care. Of, you actually got to get out. Yeah, well, like, yeah, that, that's half the battle. <laughs> and uh, when you see like the price, the cost to try and like order X amount of calendars in to then keep the cost down and be able to try and make a bit of a return on it, it's yeah. like it's you know because obviously this time of the year, it, there's, like, there's how many like landscape photographers are around there unless you're doing something like uh, with a particular theme. But most of like landscape is a case of like you know trying to get them so really and I've seen like people over the years where they, they've stung with like loads of, like leftover and I'm thinking mm. it's 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 just a, a tough one really but if you get them so mate freaking great oh, it's, a ga- it's a gamble it's always a gamble like yeah. um, when I've done my first ever set of, of calendars they, they, they sold out really quickly and like um, I had um, I had 30 made and, I, and I, I took a real big hit thing and that's 150 quid I've spent on getting these on these made and um I only charged a tenner for them. And people were like, why are you charging ten pound for? Like that's ridiculous. Like you should be charging more so you, you know, because it's, it's your work. Why you should you should be profiting off your work. Um it's like um it's it's weird like and I would shit on the cameras but just quickly touch up it's it's, it's a strange one because you know how you go and like you know this time of the year you'll go to any particular shopping centre and stuff. There's usually a stall somewhere Aye. selling bloody about a hundred different variations from pets to bloody landscape to god knows what and then like you're thinking do i do i put my price up on your own personal account because this is what i've thought about you do you put like i don't know like say i don't know 15 quid for example then you're gonna get like average whoever is gonna like well why would i want to pay 15 quid when i can get one for like a fiver that'll just do the job i maybe it's not the photos of where i am but or i might come across someone else who's selling one for a bit cheaper and it's kind of like it's that thing that's kind of been at the back of my mind. Like, not so much pour us off, but I'm thinking, like, am I going to be lumbered with loads left over, then having to then make a loss on them? It's just like, yeah. 
Like, what do you do for the better, really? I know, like that's the gamble that you have to take. Like, just yeah. People always want a calendar. I think people appreciate it more when it's not just a generic half-assed calendar that you get yeah. off like the calendar store. You know, when you go to a calendar store, and it's like twelve months of I don't know, Britney Spears. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So your competition. Aye, you know, like or like you know, top you know your twelve favorite cats or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah, people yeah. will buy it because they've got a, a a weird fascination with stuff like that. But I think people appreciate it a bit more when you've gone out to take the pictures and you spend time editing them and you try to make them look as pretty as you can. And I think people are just a fan of stuff like that. Like that's the feedback I tend to get with with the calendar stuff. And um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Like I mean, if if the the plan is I've kept two aside for mom and dad, you know, the generic mom and dad things. Mm. So a few of them have gone already and then I'll put the rest on my Etsy store. So we'll see what happens. Like just, um, if people want to buy them, they're there. They're going to be there once they arrive and I'll just, you know, there could be a nice present. I don't know. Like just people, have, I find it weird when people ask for calendars. Um, I've never had a big fascination with calendars to be fair. Like, I don't know why we're going off talking about calendars to be fair. But well, to be honest, <laughs> like, it's one of them things that you see it like, it's not something that tends to be on the ones like four, like you know, first thing to think of. But guarantee you go in majority of people's houses. There's always usually one kicking about in the kitchen or something, yeah, or passageway or office or whatever. So they, they do, they are coming quite handy, especially if you've got like a bigger one where you've got like say if you if your photos like say your four and then the bottom half of it mirrors that where they can write on and birthdays and God knows what. They are. Yeah, handy thing. Obviously, you're right. If it tells the story of like all the different places across the northeast you've been to, not just like you know capturing the usual like like monuments and certain parts of the city, but there's other things like where it's like say ships coming in or weird events that may have taken place or something. So it's like you can tell a class story of those twelve months. So I'll hopefully get them sold, mate. Yeah, hopefully so. Um, I think twenty is a nice round number. That's how many I've got. So I think twenty is a nice round number to, to sell them. Um, so when they arrive, I think I think with 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 anything, it just takes one or two to get out the door before there's a sort of a snowball effect I've found. So um, I think it's just a case of just word of mouth. Like you know, when I put up the picture when they're officially here, people might be like, "Oh, go on, I'll, I'll have one." Um, because yeah. I've had people ask like, "Oh, are you?" Go- are they, are you ordering them like what's the crack with them and i've sold i think six um so that there's about to be more when they come and then i'll just put them on the etsy store and see what happens like and i think that the the previous company did just didn't sell at all but i was going through a lot of bad shit at the time so i wasn't making an effort to sell them um yeah it's it's hard when you've got like you see if your motivation's not there to kind of push and plug because to be fair if you see if you've ordered them and they're on the way you've got like essentially the rest of this month and then obviously the run up to christmas because you know i would say people are last minute looking like you know stocking fillers or they can't not shoot to get the mom dad auntie uncle all this or nana grand all this type of stuff it's the, the canny little things especially if they like there's there's photos on there that are going to hold like bring back so many class memories of like you know their own personal family events or you know so it's they are good yeah how many uh, people do like Really. Well, exactly. So I mean, and that was coming off Stone Babbitt, and we're now we're Stone Kieran. So I'm not getting out this week. <laughs> to get, to get. Yeah, I, mean, I was I was like I missed that like opportunity when the storms. Obviously, I'd seen like tons of people down across the coast, and after like just being just driving home tonight from work, obviously kind of like the tail end of it, 
where they're still kind of going through it, but just the idea of being psyched to go out now and, you know, luckily for me, it's work during the work week where I'm not wasting a weekend where I could be down there. I think, oh, like, do I go out? Do I not? Like, when I know it's out my hands, I'm just like, yep, I'd rather be in the house. I cannot be yeah. arsed with the whole thing. <laughs> I know exactly how you feel. So, you're not the only one there with you, like, with the stuff like that, but... So I do, on, on the side side, did you were you using a tripod or were you doing all that before nah, like handheld? No, nah, handheld. Handheld. Um I just whacked out I just whacked a shutter speed up as high as it, it could look nice when I was testing it. Um because I thought I'm not hanging about to put a, a camera on a tripod if it's A gonna blow over, B um if I drop it or lose it. Um and, and it's just hunking it around as well. If it was calm in terms of the rain, um, I'll, yeah, I'll probably have taken a tripod just and, and put my bag on it for a bit of weight. But um, I, it, it's just, I, 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 experience has taught me that if it's pissing down with rain, don't bother. <laughs> like just don't, just don't bother. Like it's not worth it. It's 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 not worth it at all. But I'm just happy that I, I got a picture, so that's my picture to use forever and ever whenever there's a storm, and I can't be asked to go and take a picture of it. I'll just you that up there like you did with mine when I actually you actually had his hoop line and sinker when you sent us the picture yeah, that's exactly, you, I just thought like, a dickhead. I think it's always it's always good to have that like stock photo of what you've done one before so when it comes around again and everyone's got the hype of all oh, the storms coming you can kind of like just be drop lazy. it in and just it saves you the grief of having to get out and <laughs> so now I've got it um, and I actually managed to get a couple of nice ones as well but yeah the, the, the storm stuff I think unless it's I don't even ever do it again if it's if there's no rain because I think I haven't really tested my lens out since. Oh no, that's a lie. I was at Jasmine Dean uh, last weekend, um, and the lens seemed to be fine then. But it, I, I'm just I'm cautious of how um, how it'll be after getting an absolute battering and just trying to clean it up afterwards. Like, but speaking of kit, um, just before we came on here, <laughs> it's been a week. It's been a, it's been a while. Like when. Last week, things Ross just wasn't available. We couldn't get the podcast, and you know these things happen. Um, but I made a, a list of what we could talk about, and on that list, and it was teased, and it was I think it was launched this time last week. Um, is the new DJI Osmo Pocket Three now? Um, me and Ross are are kit nerds, right? So anything that we see that could potentially be used in our field, but also for you listening who could be, you know getting started in videography and they just can't really afford a big camera or they don't want to use a big camera just yet and they want to get their head around using something that they can be quite portable and stuff like that and for me i've always had my eye on the dji pocket 3 well not the 3 but the pocket series ever since the first came out i think the first one came out in 2019 2018 i think it was um and it was seen as like a revelation because it was literally a tiny little camera on a tiny little gimbal and you could use it as you would do on a normal gimbal. Which, when I was watching, I remember watching it, it was the Casey Neistat video that I was watching. That's how long ago it was. He was popular then. Um, <laughs> and he was testing it and he was going all around New York with it and he was saying it was a good bit of kit but there was a few flaws like the sound sounded horrible but that could be updated with firmware and um, bits of bobs and obviously as technology's evolved since then um, the DJI Pocket 3's come out 
Um, I've watched about 6,000 different YouTube videos of trying to break it down, trying to find a chink in the armor with it. Because for me, if I'm going to invest in kits, when I, I don't know about you, mate, but when, I come to, when it comes to investing in like a lens or a camera body or like something like this, I like to do compare. I like to watch a lot of comparison videos now. The majority of them are what a tripe, and they just say they're both good. At the end of the day, I just wanted to, to watch it and click and stuff like that. Yeah. But for me, when I was watching the different reviews of the Osmo Pocket Three, and I was watching reputable YouTubers who were who were reviewing this, and I thought, if they can't find a chink in the armor here just yet, then this has got to be a good product because when you look at it from the outside in. You've got a flip screen for vertical and horizontal um, video and photography. You can use it, but it just, it's got so many bells and whistles that I've just literally pulled the trigger before we came on here. <laughs> oh, so you've actually purchased it. Didn't you say it before? You were like thinking the Garrett now. You've actually, have you actually bought it now? I did it, yeah. I did it when we were, when we were talking. Oh, so you, like, you, you clicked the old. Uh... Click, click the old clana there, like just got the. <laughs> oh well, that's class. No, I'm mint because I know you like you were saying you were like on on the fence. Would you do it or not? So. Well, I mean, I was going to do it yesterday, but my car decided to just stop working. So like, <laughs> I had to shout out 173 pound to get the battery replaced. So that was fantastic. So um, yes, I've managed to. Oh, fucking sick! And like this week has been utter tripe. Like just. Just to like, just quickly go through how my week's been so far, right? So Monday, I got a notification to say my, my photograph's been shared in the Shield Gazette. Brilliant. Just what I need to set up for my week. Perfect start. 30 seconds later, I spilled my pasta, which was made the night before. So I spent about 20 minutes making me, me bait. Spilt on the floor. Brilliant. So that was money I had to spend to go and get food for me lunch. Tuesday and Wednesday, no, Tuesday was a bit of an okay day, apart from, um, nothing went well, to be, no, I think everything went well, all right, to be fair, um, that was Halloween, so nothing really went too badly wrong, I just watched a couple of scary films, and then Wednesday upped again, and my car decided to pack in, so that was my battery dead, so that was £173, and about an hour and a half wait in the bastard freezing cold weather, um, and then today, <laughs> okay now, Today, uh, when I was putting the bins out, uh, I've got a garage at the back, and as I was pulling the garage door down, I've caught the bin, and I thought, oh, I'll just nick the bin. Turns out my garage door fell off. It's hinges. <laughs> so I've spent 45 minutes literally summoning the power of the gods to try and hold this door up whilst trying to put it back on its latches. And I don't know how I've done it, but I've managed to do it. Um, <laughs> so I thought, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have Southern Comfort and Coke, and I'm gonna buy myself this fucking pocket thing because I think I deserved it. Like after the week I've had, this is gotta be that this surely gotta be. Maybe it's those things like sorry, I said it before, like sent a test you say how your res like resilience were, and then I'm just you've been like rewarded for like <laughs> going out to get this thing. I mean, I've got like a, like just like while we've been like talking about, it, I've obviously got I've got like the on the DGI website now. I have a look like how it is. Like, it's just like. Like, it looks just a clasp at the kit. Like it's essentially you just kind of like a handheld drone in a way. Like yeah. how the the sensor is and just looking like the the visual quality. I mean, because you I've seen like the video stuff I've like off like the the Mini Three Pro and what you can get with like generic footage and off most of the drones these days. Like especially in four K, it looks like unreal. So to mm. have that at, like at ground level, 
like it's still going to put out like you know great performance with the specs on this looks fantastic you know so i think it's just a case of not having to deal with you know some people like like having loads of gear carrying it around and the opposite some people just like you know be on the go quick grab it out your, like you say out your pocket and then just get started straight away shooting um and I think this is going to, like, especially if you, like we said to you before, mate, like the stuff you do with your golf and all that, like, this is going to come in, like, it'll, you know, it'll oh, sort you yeah. for, for such a long time, you know, it's going to be class. So I went out, because I went for the, the creator combo, so it was a little bit more expensive, but I've, I've used, I'm using Klarna, because I know I can afford it if, if push comes to shove, but um, I can't afford it all in one go at the minute, like, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And after this week, I get it. But with the combo pack, I was, um, you get you get quite a lot for what you pay for. So with a standard pack, you just get um, the Osmo pot, and I think you just get a case for this. But with this, you get like a wrist strap, protective cover. You get a, a handle with it. You get a wide angle lens clip for it. You get a wireless transmitter. So you're paying for the transmitter, basically. Um, and you get a tripod. You get a battery handle. So... You're getting quite a lot for for the extra two hundred quid, um, and I wanted the the wide angle lens for it, and also the transmitter because if I had say, if I wanted to go out and do the golf stuff like you said, all I got to do is just attach this wireless mic to to my chest, and I'm I'm flying. Um, I'm just looking at like we'll see the the combo pack, like pretty much the transmitter, everything's more or less where I'm. We got me hand now, like the yeah. mic kits, and they're like. For what they are, they're spot on, they're great, and obviously the, the you know the magnetic you can clip your shirt and the like. So if you wanted something like to be you know really quick, connect the mic or connect the wire, everything spot on, and then you're away. You don't have to think I've got to connect a monitor, I've got to connect all this other shy external batteries, all that kind of. You know, it's great to have, but I think if you just want to be like literally on the go and away and get the vlog going and do what you need to do, like this. It's, you know, it's going to be like so ideal. Save all the weight of carrying more stuff around the golf course or whatever you plan on doing with it. Like, it's going to come like it's going to be this is going to be ideal, mate. Oh, yeah, be, like uh, you will see the benefits of it. Oh, god, yeah, like you, when you look at the, the, the packet on a sort of like the, 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 the cheaper version, you get the, the pocket, the cable, you get a protective cover, and you get like a, a handle, and that's about it. And you can get like, the wide angle lens for 39 quid. But you don't get the tripod. You don't get the other bells and whistles. You don't get the battery pack. For me, that for the tripod, that's handy for just like doing vlogging stuff. Like I literally set it up, put it down, rather than try and fidget around and try and find a spot in my golf bag. Or if I'm out running with it, I don't. I could just literally just do some some B roll footage of I'm doing with motor stuff. I can literally set it down for a penalty or whatnot and have the active tracker on it. Because it just looks honestly, it just looks unreal. Like and I think it. For someone like myself who likes to create videos and make reels um, and just, you know, be creative with it, it's going to be handy because I've been saying for a while I've wanted to, I've wanted to get a, a 4K camera and I was, I was thinking about getting um, the GH5. I will get the GH5 at some point, obviously not, not for a, a few, well, maybe next year or something or maybe a few months down the line if I really want to, really want to push it. Um... But for you know, for me for doing like on the go stuff, this is going to be class, especially for the motor stuff, because it means I can just literally whip this out, um, get the B roll stuff before the game, and then f do the that I get the actual camera out for the when the game starts, because it means that I can 
because obviously the, the lens would be quite different for this compared to what you would normally have for the camera that I use, I wouldn't be able to get like close-up footage of, of the players and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's I kind of I'm quite excited. I, I love buying new kit. I, I, I very rarely buy new kit these days. I think last year I bought the Action DJI Osmo Action Three, and that was ridiculous. Like to to go out and film running stuff because it was just so stable and when i got to use it for the golf stuff it was just again stable it's just just what i needed um it recorded in 4k so like when i when i come to punch it out i can put it in 1080 and it would look just crisp um and the ability to to edit in in Cinelog as well so i'll actually get to be able to like tweak footage i know i, I think i mentioned it a couple of weeks ago where the camera that I've got at the minute, it just I just doesn't allow it. it doesn't it doesn't film in D or C log and I can't I can't colour correct it, I can't add my own spin to it. It's literally just flat um RGB colour. Like so things like that where you can um you know, you don't have that if you haven't had that opportunity before and it's gonna give you like a new like way of how to like progress in a way, so you're gonna get a chance to work with that, you know, ten bit. And yeah, have like different dynamic range of where you can like put your own little spinner and learn different like techniques, different ways of like how you push yourself doing the color green. I say it's like it's you know it's it's a it's a you know never ending thing you learn really. Um, but I think it is exciting where you've like again, it's always nice to get new like whether it's even just a second object to get like brand new kit coming out and then really sink your teeth into something that you haven't maybe had the opportunity to have before then it's, it's all exciting you know that's what maybe these little things give you that like inspirational like a bit of a boost to want to be like get out there and you can't wait to use it and then you'll go out there do things you'll learn and then you'll be like oh, i can't wait to test in a different environment like do it at night or whatever it is you know so um i'm actually looking forward to seeing what you can come up with and how the footage is and what your thoughts on it over a over a couple of weeks or a few months to see what's the benefits you've had from it hopefully it's all going to be great i hate to think how long down the road you come back and say oh i wish i never bought it now so hopefully you won't have that uh, reaction hopefully it's going to be like you'll really see the benefits of it and obviously then you'll be able to say if you're going to get the next bit of camera gets uh camera kit sorry next year um yeah, it's just all exciting times, man. Yeah, I, 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 I have been looking forward. Like ever since I saw the reviews come out for it, and I saw it, and I thought that's that's the one. That's the one I've been looking for. And the thing is, like, I can get two years out of this. I think before they'll probably release another one. Because I think they release it every. I mean, it's it's every two years they release it. Because I'm sure this one came out in 2019, or something like that. And the. I know. <laughs> within a couple of months of each other, something brand new comes out. Oh, I need. <laughs> like it, it. Like I'm totally on the DJI bandwagon. Like with the drone, yes. with the action camera, and now the pocket. Like, and, and it'll be the the um, audio packs soon enough. The mics. I'll get one of them soon enough. Well, I might not need it now that I've got this. So um, yeah, just they're just a, for me. They're there's some there are a company where they just makes things easy to use. Yeah, I've, I've, I've like I've said yourself, big fan of like, the DJI like like brand like the stuff, the products. Now I've never had like a. It's like they just make it, it makes it easier to use. Like I think like the 
the options you can use and all the different like drones are available and the like even like say they've just released the mini 4 pro i've never like looked at it and thought oh i need like it'd be great to have yeah but i've never i'm just still sitting there going like I've, there's nothing really i need differently that i would be like I, I, i'd sit there going because i think from the mini 2 to the 3 was like a big jump where i don't think it is as much with the 4 yeah they've got a few extras on it it's like you know like the active track and the like it's all like 360 now where on the three he's only got so much range but it's still not enough for us to go i need to get rid of this now and you know and then pay by extra but i think that's the great thing about dji there's just so many different products from all different ranges where they all fit in a budget can he yeah like you uh, don't have to like bring the bank to go like, like high end you can get some like really great products for a fraction of the price and still work really well when you got things like the, they've got like the the Ronin, they've got the gimbal, they've got, I don't know what the, the name of the camera is, you know that massive camera that they've got where, uh, I'm trying to find it while we're talking, just the, um, it's a huge camera and I can't, I can't forget what I comment what it's called, like it's, it's a cinema camera, hang on, hang on, hang on, ah the Ronin, Ronin 4D, I remember yes, when that, yeah. I remember when that came out and that was like fucking hell, like. <laughs> I watched like Peter McKinnon's video and a few others like they were doing like a review. I was just like, it was kind of like sitting there going, if only. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, oh, I wish I had that kind of money lying around. Just look at the wallet. Just it. saw moths and receipts in there. Just freaking all sorts of shit. <laughs> oh, there's that old ticket store I've got from five years ago. That's still doing there. Fuck you now. I like their stuff is really good. I I, I do rate them. Like you could spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds on bits and bobs and you know i've, I've splurged money that i've on kit which I've, i don't use anymore and it's just the nature of the beast really with with things like that but i, I you know whenever dji bring out a new product i'm all in like if, if i can't afford it i can't afford to buy it there and then i'm, I'm not like oh i'm not going to be able to buy it i'll i end up getting it eventually like and i'll end up upgrading my drone eventually i mean it's it's there's no need for it to um to to get it replaced at the minute because it's, it's not showing any signs of wear and tear it's not slowing down or anything like that it's for me it's still quite new um so it, i it's just it's just a great great company to 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 invest in really basically i mean if it makes our jobs a lot easier in terms of uh, like a gimbal or drones or these little these little gadgets at the pocket three where we can just rely on that just to get us over the line for certain certain stuff. And what I remember, there's a video which I'll try and remember to send you if, if I can remember to send it is when there's a content creator like this. I think there's a, the channel's called Full Time Filmmakers. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Yeah. There's a guy, not the main host who you see all the time, but he's like he was an apprentice and then he's got his own production company. They do like this beginner versus pro. So they give this, mate. It's amazing. You need to watch it. I was hooked. Hook. This is what hook like. This was hook line and sinker for me for getting the pocket three. So this guy's well known in the states for mainly on YouTube for um, for making like cinematic um, videos and stuff. And um, basically, they've got this this girl who they said right. Um, we've got a Bugatti three electric, and we've got like this like like. Um, like you know, oh, like the old containers in America, you see. Yeah. And they're like, right, you've got the Ronin Four, 
you sh you've got an hour and a half to get as much footage as you want to tell the story of this car. And then the guy was like, I've got this pocket three to try and do the same for me, right? And you, you're watching it and you can just see basically the things I would have probably done to start off with. Um, and then he like just whips, he goes, right, I've got uh, an hour to, to get this done. No, I've got 45 minutes to get this done. And he just totally just, you can just tell he's a pro. And then after the end of it, mate, when you get the end of it, it's like fucking hell. I'm pretty sure they put it on their Instagram. Um, not long after the video dropped. Honestly, if he can do that with a this device, I'm gonna be fucking golden. Like, <laughs> like well, that's the thing, man. It's exciting. It's like I think it's like, like to have something like so small and compact, but also have like the gimbal, like the, the stabilization. And like I look at the specs, like four K and hundred and twenty. I know. I usually like I see mine's like you do like four K. I think up to sixty. Then I think it's like if you want to do um one twenty, I think it's in like I think it's in down at ten eighty p or something. I know if you like in terms of quality, if you really like want to be like high end and thingy, it's not you know the be all end all, but to have that on such a small device, like the slow motion B roll and all sorts. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm I'm excited for you, and I haven't got it, so <laughs> I'm just thinking like you can tell by obviously what you're saying there, like the, like to just be able to go out and do all this type of stuff, just hauling something so small. Without having to piss fart on with big lenses and you know monitors and all sorts, you'd be able to like carry that around with you virtually most of the time. It just snap away, just um, yeah, just to get like B roll in general, just to stock up on like stock footage, really. Yeah. Um, and not only that, you'll be able to like, you know, if you're just out and about, set up on a, like the little little tripod stand it comes with to do like little hyperlapses and the like. Just exactly. Drop it there. And like you see, I don't know if you're in a cafe or something, you could be just on the table recording what people are walking past in the background. Like all these little things you could just be doing without having to have that big like like rig to like, to do all that where I think if most people see you with that, naturally they get on you the high horse go, Oh, you shouldn't be filming here, you've got a permit and all this other bollocks. But with this, I think you can get away with it a lot more because I don't think people will know what it is. If you just, you know, got a planet there, they maybe think, Oh, it's just whatever. So I think you probably get away with a lot more, and you can just like see, just whack it in your pocket or your bag, get quick without having the whole like having to like derig everything as well. So now I mean, it should be um, exciting. I mean, did you order it directly from DJI? Yeah. Because right. I, I was gonna get it from Amazon for the next day, but they've got like the sold out on the um, expansion pack. So right. if it was, if it was. Um, if it wasn't Amazon, I probably would have got it there and then. But I think DJI just it just it, it, it settles my nerves a little bit because sometimes Amazon parcels can go missing. Um, so I I just I just wanted to play it safe. Just want to play it safe. It's still it's still out of stock now. Like when I'm having a quick look here, it's still out of stock for the creative combo. Um, but if you think about it, like you, I mentioned before, like if you just bought the unit on its own, and you didn't have the wide angle lens and the tripod, like you, and if you added it all up. It probably would cost the same price, so um, it's an investment. I always say it's an investment, and a thing that I keep saying in the back of my head is you've got to spend big to look good, which sounds quite big headed and quite daunting. But I, I generally feel that because if you if you buy cheap ass stuff, it's gonna last you like two seconds. Whereas if you invest in like like if you bought like your cam your Canon cameras and lenses and me with me DJI stuff, we know if we both know that we're gonna get good 
five, six, seven, you know, even a decade's worth of use out of the cameras for what we're paying. So if I can get a good five years out of me, me drone, if I can get a good five or six years out of this Pocket 3, and I know I'm going to get more out of this action camera because it's just it does what it says in the tin, then it's it's totally worth the investment if you, if you can do it. And it also, for me, it's also a, a kick up the arse to be like, right, you've bought this now, so go and pay it off. So it means I'm going to have to go actively go and do work like selling calendars. I've got a wedding meeting on the weekend. I've got the Morpa stuff at the minute. Like, yeah, it's just a motivation to to keep things ticking over, not just sit on my hands and do nothing, just wait for money to come in from a normal job. Well, you're right, Missy. I mean, like, if, if it's giving you that, like, again, the drive, you're going to get, it's always nice to get new kits. doesn't matter if it's been used previously, you buy a second owner or you buy a brand new, it's just always that nice feeling because you, you kind of, once it's in your hands, you think, right, I need to go out now and just get some stuff just to test it out and have a go and that gives you the drive like to get out there and start you know whether you're looking for or you're looking for work to like to either pay it off or but it gets you back in that creative mind where like i said we've said it on a few episodes where we've just been like you know either burned out or where you think i can't be arsed and there's like just nothing new on the horizon like when's the next kind of bit of like you know the jolt of like motivation gonna come and just but something like this like you know You've said yourself there, you've got like the mort with games that you'll get so much stuff over the course of the season. And when you're just out and about and the like, there's going to be so much to look forward to, especially like, say, like, you know, little things like coming up to like Christmas, like getting like shots at night to test it out to see where it's like in like low light capability. And, you know, most places are going to be all lit up, all the Christmas lights and stuff. Um, just there's just so much stuff you can try, especially the. Like for example, there's, you know, there's the, the display down there. Um, so Shields this weekend come up firework display. Mm-hmm. If by chance you get it delivered before then, like testing out four K one twenty with the fireworks going off for footage, it's gonna be like, Hi. you know, like things like that's gonna be just like you're gonna be like great to see in four K, you know. So. Well, that's what I'm looking for. That, that's what I'm looking forward to as well. Is actually filming in four K because you know for too long I've been. I've been seeing loads of videos on like Instagram and um and different sports creators out there and they've been punched out some fucking fantastic work and it's all been in 4K and you can just tell. Um obviously they've got bigger cameras, like they've got like full on production cameras. But you know, if I can just make a little dent with Morbeth and just add something a little bit more to what other creators are doing at the minute and put them on their map for for more for good for for good reason, then hopefully once I get back into literally the swing of me golf stuff again, when my back decides to not hurt as much, um, it'll be a fantastic bit of kit to have because I can I just I could literally have it auto tracking us. I could just have the audio just fire away. So it's just yeah, it's it's exciting. It, it it's just I think it's been a long time coming. I just think after the week I've had, I thought you know what, fuck it. Like I'm just gonna just pull the trigger and just split the payments up and just do it. Um. And I will. I'll, I'll have a bit of test on. We'll have a bit of play with it if you want. Like just um, the 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 kit, obviously. But <laughs> like just have a bit of play around with it one time when the weather's not shit. So I see. I think like it's just like one of the little frustrating things. Like do you test it? Just pissing down grey, gloomy conditions and all that. But I suppose you've just got to work with what you've got. Um, you know, it's not gonna be like this forever. But that's what you can. 
the idea obviously with that um is it the, is it d-log is, it, is, that, is that what it is on i the, think it's d-log I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll have a quick look when you yeah it's d-log so again like you've got like 10 bit to play around yeah. with and like here's another thing if, if you do by chance get her before i mean they said when it's going to be like delivered for is it going to be before this weekend or is it just nah, i think it's going to be a good couple of weeks like because I, right. I remember when i um when i bought me action camera i thought it would like i bought it on the 10th last year on the 10th of october um actually it was it was it was with us the next day actually so um, whether it's a bit too late, because when I've ordered it, it tend to have a knock-on effect, doesn't it? So it might not be until sat maybe Saturday when I don't get it, or um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll keep an eye on it. Like I'll check tomorrow. Um, normally, I would I would imagine it's a, it's a next year for what you pay. So I'm kind of hoping it arrives. I mean, saying that, eh, nah, because I did order it like when did we come on? About an hour ago. So unless they're working around the clock, um, which I can't see them doing it. So it just says warehouse processing your order at the minute. So uh, you never know, mate. You might get it before the weekend. Let's see if you're going to be around down um, the seafront for the, the display. That now you're going to have all them visuals around. You know, True. Fair and all that. Like True. To test it out in terms of like, the, the color grading and everything. It's just going to be... Uh, It'll be a canny little thing to get started with, like, because you'll have, um, you know, like the 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 rides, like, say, for example, on like your Ferris wheel and all that type of stuff going around. If you're getting that, like, even if you record it, uh, um, 60 frames, you even have to go down 120, but like, even still, you'll be able to slow that down and still yeah. get like brilliant footage. So, and to have it so small, where you, even you don't have to have it like right in front of you, you can just have it quite close to your chest. Yeah. So people won't know what's going on, so you're not going to bring attention to yourself as much. Because when people tend to see a big camera, they they kind of help themselves out. They come and ask what's going on, or they'll act the, act the arse in front of you. <laughs> uh, this is going to be so more discreet, where you'll be able to get away with maybe a lot more. Not see obviously recording stuff you shouldn't be, but you'll be able to not have fucking idiots come up to you. You know what I mean? You can just put it and, uh, off it, and that's it done. Aye. So very exciting times. Very, very, very exciting times. Any any day when you get new kits, an exciting time, regardless if it's pre-owned or if it's um, brand spankers. But I'm always a fan of brand spankers if I can afford it. You just get that, you just get that bit of premium with it, don't you? Yeah. So, so I think that'll be it. It's a relatively short one for on this. Um, unless you've got something to anything to add, Ross. I don't know. Uh, I think the one thing over the course of this week um, was the new dropping of the retro stuff from Avec or Avec. Oh, yes, you mentioned this. Sorry. Yes. Um, yes. That dropped over the past um, week, which, I mean, anything retro, especially with regards to Solon, I'm just like all in with. <laughs> I don't know. Every time <laughs> I say, I'm just like, need, just take the money. <laughs> Aye. They, they dropped the new stuff. Um, dating back to like the mid 90s and again I, 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 I kind of was like fortunate enough to be like old enough to have that transition of Roker Park going into like the stadium now where we are in now over the past few years and it's just kind of like to go back to being like a little kid like having to grow through all that and just seeing them bringing out all the the retro stuff soon as I saw it I was just like look take the money to put to be like the next day when it was like on sale <laughs> um 
your son's obviously, you know, not like we say, like the October half term. I was like, if you're out and about with your uh, granddad, head over to the stadium and pick his one up while I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> I'll transfer the money. And I was just like, I couldn't help myself and got it. And people said, Christ, you just got that on day one. I was like, I camped outside for the, <laughs> the club shop. First <laughs> in the queue. Nah, but I, I got it. It's, it's just like really nice, spot on. Um, really nice bit of kit, like clothes and that. Obviously got so many different variations of it. And just while I was here, yeah, I, I was not um, scheduled to do the Norwich game over the weekend, just gone there. Um, but I still wanted to go over, casting like an off day, because I hadn't got any um, images of the fans going in into around the stadium. So I wanted to kind of uh, head over there. And obviously it was wet. And I got loads of kind of like people say, oh, there's the, you know, the retro stuff has just been released. People come up and say like, oh, it's, it looks even better in person. Oh, it looks different on the photos. Like loads of different variant comments, but uh, they are a big fan of it. I'm like hoping that the um, the older badge will have a big seer next year because there's a lot of talk on that too. Um, I'm a big fan of the, the old badge with the ship on it. I think it's just, for me, it's, it's always been... Like I've always loved that. I've not the new one. Like well, it's a new one. The current one. Yeah, it's nice. But like I think from people say, don't look back. You know, it's from a different time. But I've just like it's always been. I've always resonated to the older badge compared to the, the one we currently use. Mm-hmm. So to see that on like some of the gear that's coming out, I'm just like, yeah, I'm all in for it. Just tap the money. Hi. <laughs> I think anything like you know our generation of, of fans where they just I was unfortunately I, I I followed the lads just as we left Roker Park so when we when we moved from Roker Park to to Stadium of Light so I never ever got to experience Roker Park with a Roker Roll which was really sad because I keep hearing like it was unforgettable like to to be part of Roker Park and just watching people slide down the bank on old clips and stuff like that so to see Sunderland embrace the Avec kit um, is class and you can just see the reaction how well it is I mean you got some canny snaps of it as well like so just to just to see how it looks and you know the players embracing it and just to see like the old school logos and stuff like that on it it's just it's class um, it uh, makes sense like a marketing thing there. like like you know years ago if you saw like stuff where retro you think that looks cheap bullshit why would you be wearing now it's like it's a big thing and i think like there's been a gap in that market especially from from the outside of the club like you, there's a lot of people who will spend a lot of that type of stuff you know what's old new and you know it's just a no-brainer and i think if you're going to start bringing like maybe when it's just a one-off for one season or for a few years or whatever you're going to revert back to the, the older badge and stuff and you know it's just again, it's just something like new, and I think people will like gravitate to it, especially if you get like the kits like matched how the badge will look and have that real good feel. They'll sell an absolute ton, and again, it all comes back into the coffers for you know the club, and it's just going to be a great thing. I just think like it's just been a long time coming. I think I'm I'm, I'm all for it, and I think like to go around and get like photographs of like you know fans coming up and seeing all like shirts from all different areas and all different like training gear and also i just think it just looks mint so, i i no i, I agree just, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what comes next and um yeah i just i'm a huge fan of it so quick question then before we wrap up then there's a lot of uh, on the on the chatter when you see on twitter um 
there's a lot of chatter about should we go back to the old badge or just stick with the current badge what do you what's your thoughts on it for me um uh my first kit was the volks kit from when we wore at the it was the first playoffs before the golden lantern um beer kit um and that was my first kit and i think that was the the old Sunderland badge on it and i didn't really have any connection with it at the new the, the current badge which a lot of the the younger generation and the the newer crop of fans will always relate to this and you know you see people that who said like um i've always no i've only i've only known the new badge so i, I can't i can't comment on it whereas fans like oh so maybe a bit older who experienced both Kind of lean on one and someone lean on the other. For me, I, I'm I'm always on the new badge. I think um, there's a reason why we've went from the new bar from the old badge to the new badge. Going back makes no sense to me. I mean, apart from putting it on like retro kit, which for me is always something about having retro kit. Um, but what about you? I can I've I've like listened and like read so many different like viewpoints, and most of them are quite like all valid. Like, I get from the standpoint of say. The younger generation, like they'll they'll look at the current badge and that's all they've known, and that's all I've seen everywhere over the years growing up. And I, I think it's like again when that's all you know, and then it's oh well, you get like an older head saying I bought about this one, unless they tell you like you go down the history of memory lane and all that kind of stuff. You might not be thinking, I just oh, I just the, the good the new ones like you know it's it's great. I do guys right. I, I love the current badge. It's great. You know out in Pensher and. All that little fictions fitting on there. I think it's still a, it's still a class badge. But I think like from seeing my, I mean, as I'm freaking proper old here, <laughs> but only only like mid thirties. But like I've had that crossover from like being at Roker Park going to like, the games when I was younger to like seeing that transition over. And I, I just think like on all the the new stuff that's come out to see the like the badge, even when like the times when. You know, they weren't like the most amazing times. We didn't get to go on like, you know, massive, like, didn't win anything major. Yes, we would like get promoted from the championship and stuff like that. But it wasn't as if we went on like win like loads of like trophies here, there, and everywhere. But it just brings back like such a good like feeling from like that era. Yeah. Um, so I'm like kind of on the basis of if it doesn't have to be a permanent thing where they may go back for it and use the old badge and whether do a redesign or something or whether they're just going to use an older one and give it more like a modern like polished look for a few years and just just see where like go with it. other other clubs have done it um there's a lot of people of the older demographic will you know love to see it i've seen the argument say all right we shouldn't go back like it's, it's just typical like us like always looking in the past rather than forward thinking but I think at the very least, if you're going to do it, do it for a season, whether that's home, away, second away kit or whatever, get a, like, you know, a decent bespoke kit because I'm just fed up of seeing the generic shite, whether it's Nike, Adidas or whatever, just give us the basic generic templates. Like, if you actually put something like a worth of history on the shirt or whatever or just something that's going to resonate more with the people of the city, They'll sell an absolute ton of them, and I just think like it's just we always get the generic shit. I know. So just, I'd love to see just even if it's just a one-off, have three kits, if that, um, 
go down the style of your your red and white for your home obviously you're away like a royal blue with a red and white trim and then in your, your third away kit you could either wear it see all yellow shirt or it could be a white with like similar to the um the if you could find like in the early 90s you could have like a yellow and sorry white and um like green thing going on um oh there's just there's just so many like options you could do but have them like really like nice bespoke kits with like the all the badges on whether it's the the black red white and black one or you could have the one with the blue like um color change to it i'm just like i'd like to see it for one season if we're going to do like there's a one-off then fair enough i'd rather have that than have nothing at all Aye. but then then just see where it goes from there so after seeing all the different viewpoints on it, I'm a, I'm a big fan of wanting to see the older side at the very least. And if I mean, if I do for one, then revert back to the, you know, the the current badge and see what goes from there. But at the very least, do it for one season. I think that's all I want. Just, just see, if, see if it does well for the club in terms of revenue, and then then judge it from there. Oh yeah, I definitely agree. Like I mean, thinking back to like kids. Oh, that Adidas one where it was just pin it looked like a fucking deck chair. Oh, uh, that, like yeah, I, every time I see him, it, it brings back. So <laughs> it's just fucking horrific. It's just oh, it makes us want to like wake up in a, like a pool of sweat. Just like when you think about like who was wearing the kit that day as well. Oh. Like the annoying thing for me from obviously that was when you know we got got relegated, and I think it's just like it's it's sad because like I know. The, um, you know, it's, it's it's how do I word this? I think a kid like that didn't for the the season were hard and everything that was going on. I know um, like the Bradley's charity sold quite a few to a side, and I think like for that type of thing could have been on a much better kit. You know, yeah. Every time I see that, it just brings nothing but like you know like bad memories of that season. The players who were there and everything. I just think you know. For me, it would have been so great to have such a much better kit and have that. You know, I would love to have that charity part put on, like on on the side of a sleeve or something. Aside to what we're doing with the foundation, just like like little things on a, on a proper, really nice kit that where would sell so many, where X amount can go to the various charities and the like. Where that season, I just, I just, it's just a, a sad thing to see because it brings back nothing but bad memories, and I, yeah. I, I just feel it's just a shame that kit was kind of like linked with with that. It's just, uh, I don't know. I just every time I say, I always feel like bad to see because it's just doesn't like, sit right with me. Like this yeah. doesn't just does it just it's a bitter taste because it was like you know Bradley was synonymous with um, not just the fans but like with his link with Jermaine Defoe. Yeah. So having his foundation on his boyhood club you know and sadly this this is the point where he was he was no longer with us um and it's just sad that that's that period of time and that shirt will be linked not not to just bradley um but just the, the time and, and the uh, it was just, it was just a, a a bad shirt a bad time for the club um and it's just sad because like you know it, it, it's, just, it's hard to put it, it is hard to, to word it in it like you, you gotta be really careful with this stuff it's not it's not the foundation's fault they they, they yeah. weren't to know that stuff was gonna go south when they sponsored the shirt the idea of it, obviously don't get us wrong the idea of like doing that fantastic brilliant you know I, like the idea of having that type of thing linked was like a, a, a brilliant thing to do 
and I'd, I'd welcome that if it happened again in the future. Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 I totally agree. Every, every sort, whether they like, mix up with different charities, who knows? But the idea of doing that, I, I think it's fantastic. It's just a shame that that particular season, um, I was just thinking like it, it could have been, you know, they just. It's a shame it wasn't either a few seasons earlier or like you say that whether they do, could do something different now. But like I say, just one of those things. But anyway, like aside to that, like the, the for getting something more bespoke, more you know tailored to what the city's all about, and you know if they're gonna go down with the older badge and yeah, just um the season get as much revenue as we can, and and then just see where we go from there. Really, because I think there's. There's just so much different stuff we could be doing, and it's nice to see like it's starting to show. So I'm kind of like excited to see where it can go, you know, for all that type of stuff. But also, like you say, go back like what we're main thing is photographer side is being able to go over it and get all these like sh- like snaps of all like the, the new like training gear and yeah. retro stuff and all. It's just it's just a lot. I, I had a really good time on that side because it was just class how like the amount of people were asking to stop and. Can I get a photo and have a bit crack and everything? And then you just you you feeding back to seeing what you think the score's gonna be. And you have a bit chatter and you are building that rapport with like the 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 fans and everything. It's just a, yeah. it was just a really great like time just before the game. Obviously the results have, like made it even sweeter a few hours later. No, I agree. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, you know, in the future we'll get to see like a. I've been, I've been begging for a Hummel, um, kit to come out. Like I'm just not a fan of like the big brands. Like I just, I I think kids these days have just done the toilet. Like they just look so half arsed. And that's even like your bigger clubs as well. So not just us, but it's uh, like when you look at them through pictures and stuff, you're thinking, really is is that the best that can come up with? Like it, it's then you go looking across at Europe and it's like unbelievable kits that they the punch out. So for me, like Hummel don't tend to make things bad. From what I've seen, where like Borough have got a kit, like I think they had sponsored by Homo. Um, I can't think of any more clubs that were brought up on on Homo. Uh, did Ipswich have it as well? I'm sure Ipswich had it at some point before Ed Sheeran came about. I know. Um, I, I'm not sure if Ipswich. I, I could be wrong. I know Coventry did. I don't know if they still do Coventry. Um, mm. You're right with Borough. I know Everton. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know if they still are. Again, I've lost track. I don't know what happened with Homo's UK distribution, but. Was like a story on why they went the way they did, but nevertheless, I say like the the trinity of shirts I've seen with their uh, Hummel over the years. Well, it's actually there's four. It depends which season you've got. But obviously, right. you've got the, the, the red and white one. You've got the, the royal blue one. You've got the white one. You've got the um, the gold one as well. The yellow one. So um, them shirts have just always like stood the test of time because they're just so they look, look the business. So I think if we can get like a whether it's like a, a modern twist with them, like a bespoke, you know. Like to have things like in in, in the shirt where it mentions like I don't know, like former players' names, just like all like like little notes to like Roker days or anything, mm. just where you can like you know, if I've, we've done Nike, we've done Adidas, they just give us this usual shite. Some of the kids have been spot on, some of them not as good, but we've done Umbro, to, we've done Deodora. Yeah, done... you get like the generic like templates, it should be nice to stay. I think if they ever did go back to like say you know, for, for a season or two, like the Hummel and because they they've got a good like design thing that they all tend to go against. Instead of sticking to like the generics, they'll they'll pull out some decent designs. I think if they've got something more like tailor made to what um, the times were for here, 
I think if they if they pull it off, especially for a few, they'll sell like a ton. Yeah, that's probably a nice way to to wrap up the pod. <laughs> if, if you know, apologies, but rambling on about kits for the past uh, <laughs> twenty minutes or so. But you know, when you grow up with the club, I'm pretty sure anyone listening to this who's not not linked with Sunderland, <laughs> if it's linked with a different club. They'll have a particular kit that they want to see, and you know, retro seems to be the the new end thing. So, um, yeah, it'd be nice to see kits. Uh, maybe you get to see Ross take some pictures of, of more of the the retro kit. That'd be quite nice. Um, yeah, um, we'll just have to see what comes out. Because I said that that recent retro drop was I was I don't think many were expecting it. And obviously, it, it did come out. And I think when they did the pre like the teaser was like, oh, when everyone was like. You know, wax and lyrical over it, so it's um, whether they bring any future ones out, so who knows? No, we'll still have to uh, wait yeah, and see, I'm really. Not, not. Big fan of it, yeah. Well, hopefully, we'll see. Hopefully, you know, it's bound to be if the people want it, they're pretty sure they've well, I've been saying that for years, <laughs> it'll come out, but when you didn't that, but I figure that'll be enough for, for episode 14, you reckon? Yeah, that's us, mate. I yeah. think I've got nothing else to add. I think we've covered, um quite a bit i'm just obviously going in i mean just what have you got anything planned over the next week or so uh well it's more with the way on saturday so depending on how well tomorrow goes uh, if my head's feeling not fuzzy and heavy i'll be traveling away for that game um and then sunday i've got a meeting for a wedding so that's quite good um and other than that i think that's about it really um I don't have much. I think Sunday afternoon's going to be more with stuff, anyways, because of. I think they're playing the end Nottingham, so it's about two and a half hour drive. Mm. Uh, well, if you think if you're on a bus, it's three, possibly four, depending on all the stops and stuff like that. So I'm going to I'm going to potentially drive. Now that my car's fixed, and yeah, that's that's my plan. What about you, mate? Nothing, mate. To be honest, I th- I'm, I'm, I've got the Birmingham game on the eleventh. Uh, penciled in but other than that um i got asked aside recently um another photographer does the uh, games up ever long as it's been uh he kind of put a word into um this uh lady who covers like um like look like a fitness thing but it's like she does like the like weight lifting training and stuff like that i'm not, I'm not sure really what's in, in detail but she's asked as if i would go along to the video a competition with like loads of like youngins and other ages so that's potentially the day after that's on the 12th i think so i'm just trying to like finalize the details with that that's mm-hmm. the only other thing so it's kind of like similar to the, the the fitness videos that i've done recently so it should be relatively straightforward to do but again i won't know until i go into more detail what it may um entail really so that's the only the only two things i've got coming up so until then I've been wanting to like um, like get out and do some more like landscape stuff. Obviously, with like we've spent before autumn leaves changing and all sorts. I want to get out when you're having to piss right on in these storm conditions. Aye. I kind of get out. So it's like Aye. Aye. I had every intentions of potentially going out tonight, possibly through Durham, uh, with the drone and stuff. But it's just it's again on the back burner and like so like the nights you're free, you could be, and then the other nights I've got coming up, I'm going to be like busy doing like whether it's family stuff or whatever like I'm it's eating to the time and I've, I've got long before the bloody leaves have gone off the trees so it's, 
until then, that's the other two things I've got boot on. So unless I go, conditions go okay, I'll literally be doing nothing until then. Great, fantastic. Just what you want. <laughs> free time. No, I, I can feel that. Like, it's, a, it's a chance for another reset. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Aye. But um, that's us for the weekend. That's us done for episode 14 of Away the Togcast. I hope you've enjoyed us. Um, and hopefully it's been a bit of a, an insight to how excited we get with not just kits, but also actual kit. Um, kits and kits. Kits and kit. Uh, so hopefully it, any, it, it's opened your eyes a little bit to how we like to, to process new bits and bobs. And if you've got any questions in terms of how we tend to apply or what we look for in kits and the way to even begin to when it looks to looking at like camera equipment or just bits and bobs. Just get in touch with our social media channels. Um, we'll, we're pretty open with them. So just, you know, if you've got any questions, just fire a question across. We'll, we'll be fine. And um, hopefully by the time we're, we're reconvene and, and touch base again, A, Bond Finance being them because we're due to meet up on the Sunday, depending on the weather. So, um, if that's still on, I don't know. Um, I'm planning on going down there. I think I'll, I've, I've kept an eye like the weather for it, and I think it. Um, I'll, I'll double check again because it's always freaking changing. Um, let's have a look. It's gonna be all right. Like I think I figured it's gonna be. Surely by the weekend we've been rained out. There can't be any more rain. There can't be. You see that? <laughs> Fucking hell. Actually, no. Well, I say, I'm, don't hold us to because this could fucking change. It could be a bloody hurricane on the way down. <laughs> um, it says Sunday, it's uh, actually going to be really good conditions. Like sunny all day. Uh, I mean, I will last up here with the moon with that because we stayed in last Sunday and fuck, it was awful. <laughs> so uh, this Sunday coming is actually looking really good for it. Like, so hopefully it'll stay that way yeah um we'll get plenty of footage and good shots of the fireworks I'll yeah hopefully with them. and then also biggie hopefully fingers crossed we may we may i'm not going to say it's definitely for certain but we may have a guest on um hopefully they can get on not this week but the week after so fingers crossed we may or may not have a guest for the next episode don't hold us to it because it's, um, it's it's, it's coming. It's in the it's, pipeline. It is. It is. It'll be, it'll be worth one worth uh, cheering. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm trying. Um. It's just trying to make. It's just trying to align everything so everything can be sorted. The the keen. It's not just like, the no one's digging heels and whatnot at all. It's just. Things that pop up, but I think once we can officially announce the guest, I think it's a quite it's a big one, um for a first guest. And they're well aware that they will want them as the first guest. So, the, you know, it sounds like it's going to be quite an exciting time for not just me and Ross, but also to, for the podcast as well. So um, really? once we get a green light and a, a date confirmed where we can announce it, then we will. So keep an eye on the social channels. But until then, everyone listening, have a great weekend, a great week. Don't forget to like uh, and subscribe to the podcast through whichever podcast network or stage or host you listen through so if it's through spotify if it's apple podcasts um give it a like give it a rating it helps us as well and as far as any questions and other than that um it's goodbye from me goodbye and it's also goodbye from my co-host ross yep exactly what michael said have a great weekend everyone we'll catch you on the next one see you next week hopefully we'll have a guest take it easy Thank you.